Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Man, We're Too Old for This, here on the Nerdternal Network. I'm your host, the experience that some call Jason, and with me today is... The token Garfield fan, Tarky. CDL113. And the Todd Father. And today we got more rumors coming out of Hollywood. Well, not even rumors this time. We've got confirmations coming out of Hollywood. We were right the last time. Some of the HBO Max stuff we were talking about uh, uh, last episode, hours after we recorded it, we started seeing uh, news articles confirming uh, most of the Warner Brothers slate, if not all of it, going to HBO Max. All of it. Their, their entire 2021 slate of movies is going to HBO Max. Where we were going, hey, it's rumored that Godzilla v. Kong may be going to HBO Max. What do you think? They went up to us and said, ha, 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 all that shit's going to HBO Max. Yep. Uh, we'll also be talking about the news coming out of Sony about the, well, Sony and Marvel, about the next Spider-Man movie. A uh, lot of casting stuff has, has come to light. You know, everyone important is back. Basically. You know, we've been hearing rumors of that effect on some of them, and now we're starting to get we're starting to get confirmed uh, reports of well, hold on. Of who's everyone? Cast. Everyone from a second Spider-Man movie is back. Spider-Man, Spider-Man Three Mobile Home. So anyway, let's uh, let's let's start off with the HBO Max stuff. Uh, so like I said, we had we've been talking about. Godzilla King or King Kong Godzilla last time. Uh, Todd, do you remember what the entire slate was? Yeah, you're getting not only are you getting Godzilla v Kong, you're getting well, you knew you were getting Wonder Woman 1984 because that's mm-hmm. this one. Uh, but you're getting Godzilla v Kong, you're getting Matrix 4, you're getting the Tom and Jerry movie, you're getting Space Jam 2, uh, you're getting the Doom remake. All that stuff is coming to HBO Max. It's Warner Brothers' entire 2021 slate is going to HBO Max. Now, The Batman, was that going to be a 2022 movie? And that's the thing. The Batman is one of them that was up in the air. Uh, You don't know if you're going to get that one or not. Okay. I knew they had not confirmed that one yet. Yeah. You know, just, just hearing it on paper... Or, you know, hearing that just as the statement of Tom and Jerry, Space Jam 2, and the Doom remake. I'm sitting here going, those all sound like the best, worst movies to watch. <laughs> yeah, probably. Like, they all sound like they're not going to be great, but I would love to see each and every single one of them. Well, I, the Doom remake, the trailer for it looked pretty good. Yeah. The, the trailer for Tom and Jerry good. looks good to me. Yeah. Well, heck, if you've seen the trailer for the Tom and Jerry, yeah, it, it's entertaining looking. It's like, oh. Okay. Well, like, I like it because it's like, hey, we haven't done anything Roger Rabbit-like in a while. Yeah. Let's go ahead and just and, do that again. And the technology is a lot better, so it actually kind of works. Roger Rabbit did work, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a very well done movie. Yeah, I'm watching it. It's probably HBO. easier for them to do now, though. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, uh, I just really like Tom and Jerry. I'll be curious to see what they do with Dune. Because that what? is such a big story to try to com- compact into a movie. You have you have some of the Dune fans basically going, well, it's it's basically ruined everything because, you know, I think they will go and spread that out amongst 
several movies. Mm-hmm. And they're going, well, now it's less of a chance of doing that. No. You got... It's like some people don't really realize you have a disease out there that is very contagious and can possibly kill you. And if not you, a loved one that you bring it home to. Yeah. I'm not risking that. I'm not risking my 83-year-old father to go see any movie. Nobody is more excited about Godzilla vs. Kong than me. I'm not going to risk my father's life or my health to go see any movie. So, you know, if and it's not like they're going to keep pushing them back to however long this takes. Something's better than nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, frankly, I'm betting a lot of them are like, release it now. And then once this is over, we do a limited time re-release in theaters and make a butt ton of money. Well, the, yeah. well, the trick the trick with the, with the Warner Brothers stuff, it's all going to be like Wonder Woman. It's coming out both ways. It's going to be on HBO Max. It's going to be in theaters. If you want to take, if you want to see it so bad that you'll take that risk, you can go to the theater and enjoy the spike. If you want to have some sense and watch the shit at home, you can watch it at home. Mm-hmm. It's it's not it it's literally a both hand. It's if you look at the Wonder Woman thing, they say it's in HBO Max and theaters. And they go, oh, this piracy is going to go out of, out of control. No, because it's coming out in theaters in places. Like if you're overseas and you don't have HBO Max, it'll be in your theaters like Tenet was. But it's coming out here where COVID has gone out of its mind on HBO Max. You could still go to a theater, though I don't know why in the hell you would. Well, now, there's a lot more driving theaters now than, than pre-pandemic. What'd you say? I said there's a lot a lot of places have opened up drive through theaters during the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. I'm truthfully surprised they haven't made even more of a comeback, but Yeah. I'm uh, I'm my wife was reading something in a magazine or, or on a thing and she asked me about that. She goes, Are they really bringing, you know, drive through yeah. or drive in movies back? I'm like, apparently I said I hadn't heard about it, you know, here where we live, but yeah, some of the bigger areas. I know my buddy in my buddy in Kansas City. Hell, she's she's gone to a couple of drive-ins now. Where hell, he do drive-in theaters. Yeah, well, that's like uh, one of the guys I know that lives in California. He was talking about he carried his kids. You know, they were having like a, a fest of kind of movies that you could go to the drive-in and through. They fixed this big canvas up and everything, and he carried his kids to see a bunch of the, the uh, Disney movies that they were ho- you know yeah. hosting out there. And everybody's like, man, do this with some of the newer movies. And it's like, okay, you know, we will. Hell, now I wish that me and our buddy actually, because we thought about opening one, you know, with the nostalgia's sake. Shit, if we'd done that now, hell, we'd been paid like ain't no damn tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> hindsight, man, hindsight. Well, the, the trick is I'm old enough that, hell, I went to drive-in movies. They're truthfully more fun. They just are. The The difference is the big thing about the multiplex was just that. It was a multiplex. You could show, you know, a million movies. You know, you can have 20 movies going in one spot at any given time. Where the drive-in, no, you got one film. Or maybe, <clears throat> maybe two. Yeah, maybe two. You know, show one one day, show one the other. Yeah, but, yeah, but as far as the experience, 
the experience was a hell of a lot more fun. I was I was truthfully pissed off that they were gone by the time I got up, you know, old enough to date, 16, 17 years old, where I could drive myself and stuff like that. I only have the joy of going to them in footy pajamas. Yeah, that, that, that's that honestly great. sounds like the better experience. It it was. Drive-ins were the shit. Hell, if you had if you had your girl, you could make out because you had a car. And you know, you go through there and hell it's all kind of cars with the windows all fogged up and shit. I mean it's and when you were a little kid, yeah. Cause with the drive-in, hell, they didn't charge you for little kids. So hell, it's been a mini damn movie to hell. My parents would go to that. I'd be in footy pajamas in the back seat, bundled up. Maybe I'd see all the movies, maybe I wouldn't. You know. But it was just neat. And with the uh, Bluetooth and stuff now, your sound would be better. Yeah. I, I can remember as a kid, you know, my dad, huge John Wayne fan, you know, any, any Western that came out, yeah, he was there. And the last movie I remember going to the drive-in here in, uh, in, over in Huntsville was, uh, was it The Shootist? That was, that was in like the 80s. Okay, what was, what was the last one he did in the 70s? I don't know. It, it was one of the it was one of his later movies, and we went to the theater over there in the drive-in. And like Todd said, you know, you kids could go; they'd be in the footy pajamas half the time. I can remember sitting in the back seat of the uh, Mercury Marquee that they had in the seventies, and mom and dad up front, me in the back seat watching, you know, the big screen. And dad yep. went and got us popcorn and you know yep. and a coke. That was that was a big deal. Mm-hmm. It, the last, just the last just, film I saw, just to set record straight, I believe the shootest came out in uh seventy six. Okay, then the last that's probably it. The last the last film I saw at a drive in was Star Wars. The first time I saw Star Wars, I saw Star Wars at a drive in. I, I saw Star Wars at a theater because I remember that because me and my four cousins all went. Yeah, it was me, mom, and dad. We were visiting my grandparents in Paducah. Our tradition was there was a pizza joint that we used to go to called Pasquale's, and we'd always go there and get pizza. Well, when we were waiting to get pizza, the drive-in was like over across the field. I remember seeing the screen. I was like, ooh, mama, mama, Star Wars, Star Wars. Can I go see Star Wars? And they took me like, it was, if it wasn't, wasn't the next night because King Kong came on NBC and I wanted to see it. So it was that last night we were there, they took me to go see Star Wars. And yeah, I saw Star Wars on the drive-in. They are hella fun. I shit. I truthfully, I hope they come back truthfully. Yep. Now getting back to the HBO Max thing, uh, and we've been talking about this off off mic, but uh, when these movies hit the streaming service, they're not just going to be there. They're not only there from then on. They're getting a they're getting a kind of a runtime or a uh, a window. Yeah, kind of a release window, more or less matching the uh, uh, theatrical release. A month. Uh, what they're saying right now is they'll get a month release. So, you know, Matrix 4 comes out. It's on there for a month. You know, the nice thing about the one for HBO Max is they ain't charging you nothing extra. Yeah. Uh, you have it for a month, and then after that month, it goes away, and then it goes into the process like it normally would if it come out in a theater. Then so it'll disappear. It'll show back up, you know, later on on uh, DVD, 
or Voodoo, where you uh, yeah, buy, yeah. buy digital, or any of the ones that you could buy a digital copy of. Yeah, you know, but it'll come back where you can buy a copy. Yeah, where well, you could buy a copy of hell, you could get it from Redbox or something like that. Yeah. And then eventually, you know, when the theatrically released movie would start hitting the streaming services, it'll probably hit again and just be on there. Yeah. Because uh, my wife and I, we watched uh, Godmothered last night on Disney, and I noticed that Mulan is now in their standard watch yeah. list. Mulan's been there since the 1st of December. Well, Mulan kind of flopped. Yeah, but, but that's but kind of, the, truthfully, Mulan showed up on Disney Plus for everybody weeks after it came out on DVD where you could just bought it. Because mm. I saw it in Target before it popped up on Disney yeah. Plus. They they didn't get the the views of it when they were charging with a $30 yeah. price for it. That, thank it, God. Yeah. Thank God. Because everybody's worried about HBO, about Warner Brothers doing this with HBO Max. No, the fuck you was going to be if Mulan had hit. Yeah. If that had been something like Endgame, where you had a bunch of people willing to pay $30 a pop to watch that shit, that's where you're going to get screwed. Yeah. Because you wouldn't have seen shit at normal price from then on. Nope. That was going yeah. to be your new normal. Well, see, that that's like, I know Voodoo, where, you know, like some of these movies, when they first popped up, they were going to be like $24 to $30 yeah. that had been in the screen. Now it's like, okay, $19, you can rent it. I still ain't paying that much for a new year. Like, I'll it, wait till it drops. And that's and that's and that's just it. You know, this Warner Brothers had enough sense that they went, hell, we're gonna change the game. One, it's gonna make HBO Max the the damn streaming service to have if you yeah. wanna see any of this shit. Mm-hmm. And two, hell, you will ha- you will have some gratitude from fans going, hey, look, COVID's hit people kind of hard. I ain't I damn sure ain't got thirty dollars to just throw away on a damn movie. Well, so I get to see, so I get the chance to see what the hell I want to see for what I'm paying per month. Yeah, because it, it'd be like it, thirty dollars for one show versus I pay thirty dollars a month and get you know HBO on the reg, my regular TV and I also get HBO Max. Psh, that's that's a no-brainer. Yeah, it's a better deal. So, what, you know, what do y'all think about the movie theaters panicking over this? Well, they would panic over it because, from their point of view, this, if it really caught on, cuts them out. Yeah. Because when you go see a movie, you know, they get a cut. They, they get, like, anywhere between 1% and 5% of yeah. the movie. The rest of the money they make is off their concessions concession things. Mm-hmm. Which is why the concession is always so high. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you sit there and you go, if I'm the theater owner, I'm pissed about this. But like how HBO Max has said, okay, they're going to hit here for 30 days, but they're also going to, like Wonder Woman's going to also be at any of the theaters that want to open it. You're going to have people that go, well, I'm going to go to the theater and mm-hmm. see this because I don't have HBO Max. Yeah. Oh, that's the trick. A lot of the people, a lot of the people that are going to go to the theater, or that <clears throat> a lot of people that aren't going to go to the theater are the ones that you know. If it if it only came out in the theater, they're just going to skip it because of the pandemic. Yeah, I and, think you're getting a little too worried about nothing because the trick is, yeah, some people may subscribe just to catch these movies, but the truth is, I don't think they're going to be making enough extra money. 
to make up for how much they're losing, you know, with the pandemic, keeping people away from theaters. Yeah. I think this is just a stopgap that they're trying to get through the pandemic. Yeah. And, and I think they'll step right back to the usual afterwards. It's just it's just for 2021. You're getting you're getting Warner Brothers 2021 slate of movies by by their word. Now, you know, they could always be lying. It could it could end up being really profitable for them. They go to hell with it. But by their word right now, it's just for 2021. 2022, every you know, once once things start to get back to kind of normal, their movies go back to kind of normal. Yeah. But their thing is you're not gonna that if you put it out in a theater now, you're gonna catch a L. Period. People aren't going, you know, nobody's going into a crowded theater to watch Jack right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's 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 just period. And you can't push it back forever. Yeah. You know, you push it back and push it back and push it back and push it back and push it back. And, you know, you're not making money that way either. Now, you like we were talking about off off mic, you know, Christopher Nolan's pissed off because, you know, his magnum opuses must be seen in theaters to this. As if Tenet made money because it didn't. They, they, everybody's going. Tenet was the flop of twenty of twenty twenty, not because it's a bad movie, because it came out during COVID. Nobody's going to see that shit. Yeah. Out of a hundred people that would normally go to a theater to watch a movie, they, I saw on on uh, internet, you're getting maybe ten at that normal hundred mm-hmm. that'll go still go to the theater. I wanted to see Tenet really, really bad from the first trail of that i was like i'm going to see that shit and then covid hit and i was like i ain't about to go see that shit yep that's like uh black widow my wife saw the trailer for that and was like "Ooh, i want to go see that you know she she likes scarlett johansson as black widow and she likes scarlett johansson movies and then when covid hits like well we'll just wait till that one comes out on rent and you know i, I can't say i blame her you know i mm-hmm. And that, and and the the interesting thing, the thing that I'm curious about in all that, is how is Disney Plus gonna do Black Widow now? Because they did their thirty dollar Mulan and it didn't do well, do all that well. Because I hear the movie sucks, which hurt it too. So you know, you didn't drop thirty dollars for a movie that you don't like. You really got a bad taste in your mouth. Yeah, I, but it, with Wonder Woman coming out Christmas. For free, because when you see the commercial, it's written under there at no extra charge to yeah. subscribe. Disney gonna have to, they gonna have to knuckle that shit up, because you go dropping Blackwood, oh, you can do this for $30. You gonna eat that son of a bitch. Yeah, well, see, if they would just drop it for free on Disney Plus and amongst all their other Marvel stuff, right now, you would have, it's like the, with The Mandalorian. Yeah, they they made money hand over fist by having that show. It, yeah, kind of save the the Star Wars universe. But truth to Disney Plus, Disney Plus is where Disney made its money this year. Yeah, that, I mean they would get even more subscribers. Just you know, okay, the, you got folks that don't care for Star Wars, so they didn't bother to get it. Wait a minute, you gonna drop my Marvel movies there? Shh, here you go. Here's my you know eight to ten dollars a month. Mm-hmm. You know, again, it, it could easily just be a stopgap method you use to get yeah. through the pandemic. Yeah. But well, for said, the movie theaters, the movie theaters are worried because if you remember back when we were talking about Mulan, I was saying thirty dollars for that is insane because it's all profit. 
Yeah, but if that, if if that had caught on, yes, that could have been the death of theaters. That didn't catch on. Right. And H, the HBO method isn't going to be making them as much money in all likelihood as ticket sales will. But I think that's going to be where the field is played is if it does, Warner Brothers will probably make a private streaming service like called Warner Brothers Theater or something like that and just that's show always a possibility. But like I said, I don't I don't I mean and clearly I'm no expert in this. But I wouldn't think that's likely that they I don't think they're likely to make as much money. But yeah, if they did, that would completely upset the Apple. I'm I'm willing to stake I'd be willing to stake money that if this twenty twenty one slate is profitable, they will continue simultaneous release. Because they need to keep that skeleton there. Yeah. They need no, to make that, sure they need to make sure that method of transportation stays viable and open at all times. Yeah. Well, I, I know, now that, they know that a situation in the world can happen to require to require this to make money. They're going to make sure it stays viable. Yeah. They're going to have this plan B ready at to go. all times, if possible. Yeah. Even if it well, doesn't make a lot of money, even though it will barely make, you know, it may barely make a profit post. But as long as they can keep it running, the moment it's necessary again, it's their money maker. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I know from things I've seen on TV and online, you have you know, like other countries were worried about this kind of stuff because they, like you said earlier, they don't necessarily have access to some of our streaming services or movie channels and stuff like that. The only way they get a movie is if it comes out on DVD or in the theater. So yeah, a lot of these companies are going, Hey, if you, all you have is a theater access, we're still going to show it that way. And then when it comes out to DVD, you can get it that way. But you know, Anywhere that it, you have that option of, hey, you, you want our streaming service, we're also going to provide a lot of it here. And, you know, it makes sense. A lot of that, a lot of that was for the American market because Tenet, when it dropped, Tenet dropped in theaters overseas. Yeah. You go back and look at, you know, when it came out, because it came out there before here, most of your reviews of Tenet are from someplace else. Yeah. It's obviously, it, that's obviously not the greatest money-making model because Tint didn't make money. It just didn't. Well, you know, like China. A lot of movies will drop in China a week before they do here sometimes. I know they were talking about in China and Taiwan and some other uh, country over in that area about the fact that they had restrictions on how many people could be in the theater. They had restrictions on, you know, how many theaters could show movie like you had to space out and everything you know between yep. seats so that cuts down on you know the number of bodies in there to start with then covid having to wear a mask that cuts that's down even more that's cuts, the end of your concessions because you ain't eating and drinking in a mask yeah you got to you got to sterilize that damn theater between showing yeah because you know that well they said in some places they didn't offer concessions well you couldn't you yeah. couldn't you and you know, like now in some of the in some of the foreign markets, the theaters get a better percentage of the movie gross than they do here. Yeah, Hollywood has got a stranglehold on it here. Yeah, but see, the thing is, if like say you got a a, a theater that'll seat a hundred people, okay, you can't have a hundred people in the theater because of COVID. Mm -hmm. So okay, we limit it to fifty. Fifty. Most places have fifty percent occupancy. Okay, out of that fifty that you're allowed to sit. You got to have gaps in between you and the person, you know, unless it's you and your date, but you got to have space in between. 
And then you also got people, like I said, out of 100, maybe 10 might go. Over there, maybe 25 might go. So that's cutting down on how many folks you're going to have in the theater anyway. They're not making their concessions. And like he said, got to clean in between. So that cuts down on the number of movies you can show each day. Never mind the extra cost. Right. Yeah. Of all that cleaning when you're not making as much money as you were before. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, it's a rough time to be in the theater business for sure. Yeah. I I, I had seen early in the year where they were going, yeah, everybody's catching hell because movies can't come out like they're supposed to. I mean, that's, that's what's gut punched the hell out of Disney because Disney's big money was movies and, and theme parks and you can't do nothing. Yeah, all yep. their theme parks are closed. They they had a Christmas early Christmas special a few weeks ago. Wife and I watched it. And it was kind of surreal because you know they had a, a thing set up for the, the host, but normally they would have this big festival and be having concerts. They were basically showing replays of the stuff from like 2016, 2015, you know. And it was like nobody's nobody's managed to get the Vince McMahon thing going yet, because you know you had you had a few months of pro wrestling where it was surreal, where they were you know wrestling to an empty yeah thing, and then they came up with with a Thunderdome, where you got all the the monitors and stuff in there. Yeah, they had to improvise, adapt, and overcome. The the yeah. closest the closest thing I've seen to that is when they had the uh, music awards, the uh, like the country music awards and the the standard rock and roll music awards. They had nobody in the uh, seats, and they were basically using like they were even using different concert halls for their their cast. You like you had, might have one performer perform here, then they would switch to a camera in another performance place. They perform there. And that's how they did the award shows. And you're sitting there going with nobody in the seats. It's like, okay, that's kind of weird. It's a weird time. Yeah, it's very surreal. But like but I anyway, said, the, the time being wrestling. what it is, is why HBO or why Warner Brothers rather is having to experiment with this. Yep. Yep. You know, and Disney doing theirs, but uh, I don't know. Be curious to see how it works out in the end. But, and we will stay on top of it, more or less. But the other thing we wanted to talk about today. Is the uh is the Spider Man news? Yep. Because there's been there had been rumors going around for a while that they were trying to get the previous two Spider Men back. Uh, that'd be Tobey Maguire and uh, uh Andrew, Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield. I was blanking on his first name. AKA the good one. Yeah, yeah. Not that I didn't enjoy the Tobey movies when they were coming out, except for three. But uh, yeah, I enjoyed Sandman from three. Yeah, they did a good job with him. Good job on Sandman, other than, you know, making him Uncle Ben's real killer and Peter letting him go at the end and all that shit. I, hey, I, 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 I'm I, not here for the story. I wasn't talking about the story. I was just talking about, like, I liked oh, how he moved. I yeah, liked how he fought. Yeah. yeah, his look was great. And sicko that I am, I like emo Peter. When he's dancing around the music that you realize that, oh, that you're Only in the audience who can hear that shit, and apparently he can hear it. But nobody in the movie can hear it. Oh, that's the greatest shit ever. Because <laughs> I was, it was so, going, it was so good, Joker had to copy it later. Nice. Uh, yeah, but anyway, had, so we've got, I believe they've confirmed Garfield. 
Jamie Foxx said he's going to be back. Yeah, Jamie, Jamie Foxx Fox confirmed. confirmed. Alfred Molina. Yeah, Alfred Molina's confirmed. Uh, if anybody Ock. doesn't recognize that name, yeah, that was Doc Ock. Uh, the Charlie Cox, is he confirmed or is that still a rumor? He's confirmed. Yeah, they confirmed it. Yes, yes, they confirmed it. And I'm uh, when I was telling Jennifer about this, my wife, she's like, are they going to bring back all the Aunt Mays? Wait, Charlie Cox. Who's that's yeah, terrible. Yeah. He was Netflix. That is Daredevil oh, from okay. Netflix. Thank you. Now, will he be there as Daredevil or will he just be there as Matt Murdock? Don't know. Spidey's in legal trouble, you know. Yeah. It could very easily just be Matt Murdock. Even if he's just there as Matt Murdock, that's going, hey. And you got the, what was the guy that played Kingpin in the Daredevil stuff? It's a D'Onofrio. Yeah. D'Onofrio's been trying to get into a Spider-Man movie of hell since he started doing Kingpin. Yeah. He, yeah. He I, now, I, I haven't heard anything about him officially. Have they said anything? Nope. Okay. But, we know Jamie Foxx is back playing Electro. Yeah. Jamie's back playing Doc Electro. Ock. You know that. You know Molina's Doc Ock. Uh, I, I'm thinking they got, yeah, they got Kirsten Dunst, so you'll have that Mary Jane. Mm -hmm. uh, I think they got, I saw something where I think they got Emma Stone, too, so yeah. you may have yeah. uh, Gwen Stacy in it, too. It's basically them doing their version of Spider-Verse. Yeah. Now, last I heard, you still haven't had any confirmation on Tobey Maguire, but apparently somebody caught caught word of a costume fitting. Yep, I saw that to. this morning. They 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 caught him in some kind of costume fitting. So you, yeah, you probably got Tobey. Tobey Maguire is going to wait to be the last person to say he's there. Could be. He's just going to wait and wait, wait. You guys. Oh, don't worry, guys. I've been here the whole time. Hi there. there I'm the amazing Toby Maguire. <laughs> for a while there, they were rumoring that they were wanting Toby Maguire to play Uncle Ben. Because, you know, you've never seen Uncle Ben in uh, the MCU version. That's true. Is he? I, I don't know how I like Marissa that. May is Aunt May. Yeah, fair enough. And Toby Maguire's got a few more years on him since, what was it, 2001 when Spider-Man came out? Yep. You're right. I haven't seen him in like a decade. I don't know that he's done a whole lot since the Spider-Man movies. Really. Gatsby. I mean, Sea Biscuit Two else. just never materialized. He's got a bad back. So they're bringing in Electro and Doc Ock. Do you think Vulture uh, from the MCU movies might show back up? Probably, because I I could easily see them. And it would be kind of neat if you did the Sinister Six as some kind of. Uh, multiversal something yeah mm -hmm. but see, the way i'm seeing it though like the base the current universe 616 vulture he's protected peter because he knew who he was and didn't say anything didn't snitch while in prison mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean like, he wouldn't necessarily fight peter if peter interfered with something he was involved in yeah yeah but it also just feels like he's not going to Go. It feels like he would not go after Peter, and also not immediately hook up and try to do criminal activity again. That's true, like, but you never he, know. He doesn't really have the resources for. I mean, I guess technically Doc Ock could like bribe him in. Yeah, but uh, go, or threaten his family. I didn't, you know, I didn't you say can, anything. Yeah. I did. It could be I didn't say anything because I'm protecting you, or it could be I'm I didn't say anything because I want you for myself. Yeah, and it could be. That go, yeah, that go either way. Having said that, I've heard no rumors 
about them trying to get him back. But I also don't know what kind of he deal he, he signed. Appears for the in Morbius. Yeah, yeah, he does. Go ahead, Other than the fact that he appears in Morbius. Oh, does he? Yeah. Yeah. He's in the first in the only trailer you got for Morbius. You see oh, him that's right. to Vulture at the end of it. That's right. Because that, that's involving that prison or whatever. Because you have you have to remember that while the Disney half of this deal is kind of like the Sony half of that deal is going, we are so in the MCU. Yep. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, but the only concern that? about this is you're cramming so many characters in there that, you know, I've seen that spoil Batman movies. Truthfully, it spoiled the uh, the, the original Spider-Man 3. Uh, I mean, granted, most of them would probably be cameos. Yeah. I remember, the end of the Spider-Verse has worked for them several times. Truthfully, them trying to pull off the end of the Spider-Verse makes more sense than hell some of the other shit that they're doing. You know, it makes more sense than the Jane Foster Thor. The Jane Foster Thor damn near kills the book. End of the Spider-Verse has had had a has had two fairly successful comic runs and has had a animated movie that blew that won an Oscar. Yeah. Fair. So at least that concept <laughs> is one that people now you could always go don't you think people are getting sick of seeing this shit over and over again? Mm -hmm. But at least it's a concept that has proven through through several different incarnations that people will will watch it. It's not uh, them taking a failure and trying to do another version of it. Yeah. You know, it's not like the Clone Saga. We're going to do the Clone Saga again. That shit ain't going to work. Oh, let's see. Now we'll have it and see. Did we miss anybody or did we cover all of the... Like I said, it's it's kind of tricky because hell, is, for a while it seemed like almost every other day it was like, oh yeah, Kristen Dunn's gonna be in it. Oh yeah, uh, Alfred Molina's gonna be in. It. Oh yeah, we getting Charlie Cox too. It's like Jesus. Well, that that's what I, I want Foggy in it too. Huh? I said I want Foggy Nelson from the Netflix in it too. You know who I want? I want the Daily Bugle crew from the Rainy stuff. Yeah, well, and you, you already know, you know they've already. Shown JJ, so you know he's there. Yeah, yeah. But I want, I want, I want that crew because he wasn't. JJ was the linchpin. He wasn't one? the only character in that crew that I liked. Who was directing this one? Uh, I don't know who in the hell's directing this Spider-Man, the third one. Because I know Raimi's doing uh, Doctor Strange. Yeah, yeah. They but if he's in good with Marvel, because you know one of the. Uh, Daily Bugle crew was a, was Raimi's brother. Yeah, yeah. It was Jobson. It was Ted. So if he if he's in good with Disney again, they could easily get his brother. I'm sure. Hell, well, see, getting in good with Raimi opens up a chance to hell. You get Bruce Campbell. Get Bruce Campbell. That's what I was about to say. And Bruce has has always said, you know, how he he felt cheated with his one little cameo. He wanted to play a villain. Trick is that, and for a while they were talking about Craven. They're better Cravens than than Bruce Campbell out there. Yeah. Oh, better, yeah, yeah. There's a hell of a lot better potential Cravens out there. The only way I'd want Bruce as Craven was maybe if you did Ultimate Craven. What, what I would like to and see. I don't want Ultimate Craven in a movie, but that I kind of you know, it's a TV show reality star kind of thing he could pull off. 
Also, he, rather, could, he could cameo as a Craven from another universe. I would rather see Bruce Campbell as uh, the Ringmaster. Oh, now that might work. Because, uh, you know, they, the, the very first one that you saw him in, he's the announcer at that fight thing. He's at the wrestling match. Yeah, yeah he's at the wrestling So if you had him come in as the Ringmaster, trick is, you will not see a Ringmaster in a damn Spider-Man movie. I no, mean, no. at all. You ain't seen the hell. There's damn hell no. There's the yeah, you can too many Spider-Man villains you need Spider to see. Spider-Man villains you could have that hell. That's scraping the bottom of the bottom of the barrel. See, I wouldn't have him as the main villain. I would have him cameo and have a few, of the, and then have Spidey take him out. And, you still know, don't see that in a Spider-Man movie. Yeah, at the start of the film, bringing in a whole out. other team, you don't need that. You're already going to have, you know, at yeah, least half of the, the Citizen Six. You don't need, you don't need Ringmaster because to get Ringmaster, the only thing that makes him interesting is the Circus of Crime, and yeah, I don't need all that. Shit. Okay, well then, who out of the Sinister Six would you put Raimi as? Raimi, nobody. Are you talking about Campbell? Yeah, that has been a damn. I mean, this I mean, has been, been a uh, cameo or something. Hell. Yeah, that's really all I'm looking for out of Campbell. Yeah. Because the thing is, back when don't, he was going to be in there, Craven was open. But that's long enough that you wouldn't do a decent Craven, and you've already had Mysterio. Yeah. If you'd made him Mysterio, uh, you know, if you wanted to be bothered to do the chameleon or some shit, and even then you're kind of stretching it. Who would make a good Craven, though? Uh, Jason Momoa. Momoa would make a good one. Momoa uh, kind of wants it. What What's the guy from uh the Strain? Yeah, that that's still my dude. Yeah. Uh, uh, truthfully, I can see Carl Urban doing a decent one. Yeah, truthfully, uh, if I'm gonna do anything with Urban, I make Urban Wolverine. Hmm. Who's uh, the guy that made that played the most recent Punisher? Bernthal. Bernthal. I could see, see him doing a version of Craven. Okay. I'd rather see him back as uh, Punisher. Oh, you mean, yeah, yeah. I'd rather him hook in as what character he actually is, but I'll just, I was just stating a name and a face. Yeah, yeah. Just to be part of the conversation. I'm sorry. I'll shut up now. No, no, no. We were talking about Kevin Durant. That's his name. Yeah. guy that played uh, Negan wouldn't be a bad one. Yeah. Playing the, an older version. Talking about Jeffrey Dean Morgan? Yeah, yeah. So they got they got several choices out there that make decent Negans. I wouldn't mind seeing a more comic accurate Rhino. I wouldn't mind seeing a comic accurate Rhino. I wouldn't mind seeing a comic accurate Craven. Truthfully, I I'd like to see a Scorpion. Scorpion. I always uh, wanted a Scorpion. Well, hey there, Todd. We agree. Yep. Yeah, I can see Campbell as the Scorpion. Hell no! Stop putting Campbell in there. What is this obsession? Is too damn old. To He's too old that. to be doing Campbell some of the really action-oriented guys. Oh yeah, you do, don't you? Yeah. I want, I want a live, flexible acrobat with a giant stinger on his back, Bruce Campbell. I want Bruce Campbell there, like he was in the original Raimi movies. Yeah. Just I want him to pop an up an anonymous off-the-ball cameo with a funny line or two. Yeah, I want him to pop up and go, "Ooh, that's Bruce Campbell," and then take his ass on somewhere. And I want Spider-Man Spider-Sense to not work when he's around. That's true. But that's... Well, that's but let's be joke. honest. Spider-Man Spider-Sense don't always work. Period. The yes, whole first the movie... The first Campbell was an explanation for that in the original. Yeah. He had it in Civil War. Then it disappeared in Homecoming. And then it came back in Far From Home as the Peter Tingle. 
So yeah. I would I would like a functioning spider sense. I would like a Spider-Man that is his own man. That's my only worry about about any kind of end of the Spider-Verse something. Is how is Tony Stark gonna be responsible for all of his villains? Well, no. The thing that I'm worried about is I didn't like I I wasn't crazy about McGuire's Spidey, especially by the end, but he was his own man. You damn sure can't put you put uh Garfield, Spidey, in there with Holland and McGuire sticking the mud. Shit, they they're gonna have to do something. Yeah, Holland can't be in his movie as the worst Spider-Man. And that's my point. It's just like hell when we'd be watching Arrow and they would add, you know, Mister Terrific or somebody. I'm going. They got to fuck him up because it's Green Arrow and he can't outshine the main hero. And that's just it. Yeah, you put Garfield Spidey in there with Tom Holland, you're gonna see just how shitty Tom Holland Spider-Man really is. Because he don't quip, he ain't his own man. Hell. Shit, Garfield's actually look more like Spidey than Holland's does. Yeah, yeah. He moved funny, he had that kind of you know, he's kind of lanky and shit like that in the costume. He skittered around and shit. Yeah, you you give that up. Well, one of the reasons I think that worked for him, like where Holland, they made they put him on the same exercise plan everybody else had. If you've ever seen any of the clips on on the internet, I'm like, good lord, you know, RDJ is the only uh, Robert Downey Jr. is the only one that you know wasn't on that excessive workout plan because you know he's like yeah i'm not doing that oh he was on it but the trick is uh rdj does uh wing chun he does he does kung fu so well he didn't need to get super cut up no yeah because motion cap thing anyway but like the rest of them you know that were showing abs and you know muscles yeah they made them work out like i said i've seen pictures of rdj rdj was was cut up under that shit yeah No, on well, the press anyway, crew, it's, I think on it's the safe to crew, say they did a thing where they were showing people's bodies, and they were going, "Who is that?" Yeah, yeah. RDJ, he wasn't, he, he but, wasn't full of cheeseburgers up on that. But what I'm saying is, you know, like the Thor, uh, uh, Captain America, those actors had to sit there and pump iron, and you know all that. You know, well, they just had to get cut. They had to get big on top. Yeah, of they it. had to get yeah. big and cut. Well, yeah. hell, Holland, which is a little different. Holland, as a just as a person. Have you seen his audition where hell that some bitch was flipping around and shit like that? He can actually do that. I'm not talking about just the dude. Garfield had that kind of weird, almost he looked. He reminded me of McFarlane Spider Man. You know how McFarlane Spider Man was kind of long and kind of lanky. Yeah, and shit. He looked like that. And the most important thing out of all three of them, he's the only one that quips. Yeah. Which is a really important part of Spider-Man. Yep. Yep. And you ain't telling me shit. You put the three up in there, they gonna have to do something. They gonna have to do something to where Holland can shine because he just ain't... He got a bunch of teeny bopper fans, but he ain't the best Spidey of the three. But I think we can safely say that we're all... Curious and you know at least borderline excited to see what they're going to do. Yeah, 
you know, uh, I'm, I'm I'm fully excited to have to talk Tony into going to see this one. <laughs> Dude, I have talked Tony into going to see damn near every fucking Spider-Man. The only one I didn't have to talk him into was two. I had to beg him to go see a, Amazing Spider-Man one because he was like, that's a bunch of bullshit and it ain't right. And I was like, dude, just trust it. You know, they, I see where they're going with it. And he was like, hey, it's a bunch of bullshit. And then when he went to go see it, he was like, it's the greatest Spider-Man. But yeah, that's what I was trying to tell you. <laughs> so anyway, where we're at here, uh, if you, if any of our listeners have heard rumors that, that we missed, uh, any casting information that we didn't say anything about that you think we should have mentioned. If you've got an opinion on who could play Craven or one of the other classic Spidey villains, let us know. You can contact us at the nerd eternal at Gmail. Uh, you can comment to us uh, for, on our website Everybody under the video on people. YouTube, uh, on Facebook, on Twitter. Uh, just look for the nerd eternal or the nerd eternal network on any of those, any of those places and you'll be able to find us. Uh, let's see. I think that covers everything we need to talk about. So anyway, I've been your host today, the experienced some called Jason, and with me is Ben. Uh, the token forced to have the beginning edit because he didn't pay enough attention, Tarky. CDL113. And the Todd Father. And we will talk to y'all next time.